0: Yeah. All right, everybody. Here we go. Welcome to or welcome back to Tuesday, bro. Tuesday. You know, this used to be a live call in show. Hopefully something. I don't know. Maybe someday it'll go back to that. But what we do these days is we sort of unpack some of the news that's happened over the last week or so as it relates to the world of vaping. The wait. There's the logo. Now you know what you're watching. Could have been a vlog. Could have been a build stream. You have no idea. Now it's officially a Tuesday, bro. Tuesday. But like I was saying, what we do nowadays is we sort of unpack a little bit of the news that's been happening as it relates to the world of vaping, the world of tobacco harm reduction, tobacco, tobacco control, and the such as, I'm a freedom guy, you know, first and foremost, vote gold, Joe Jorgensen, I'm a registered libertarian. So that's the lens that all of this news is going to get viewed through. And, you know, the big thing that happened literally just yesterday California flavor ban—it's something we had been talking about uh, ex- extensively on Tuesday, bro. Tuesday, something we had been talking about extensively in the vlog, as far as the news and advocacy segment goes. Kassah had a had an active call to action out for this for the you know months, months leading up to this flavor ban. Uh, the 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 hearing, the vote happened uh, happened yesterday. Flavor ban passed. It was an infuriating live stream to watch. I caught like maybe the last, I don't even know, maybe the last like five to 10 minutes of it. But even that five to 10 minutes was rage inducing enough. So uh, we also have a special guest who's going to be on today to help us kind of, you know, dig into this a little bit, do a little bit of a deep dive. What does this flavor ban even do? What does, it, what does it affect? How did we get here? Why does California hate vaping so much? So, uh... Let's bring our guest on right now. Uh, the, the, the great and powerful Danielle Jones is going to join us. Fingers crossed, no dangle clacks. Fingers crossed, no dangle clacks. Let's welcome Danielle Jones to the show. How are you, Danielle Jones?
1: Well, hello. Am I, am I dangle clacking?
0: I see zero dangle clacks happening. I'm actually pretty confident that there's not going to be any dangle clacks this week.
1: Excellent. I'm excited to be the first Dangle Clack Free guest. The
0: very first Dangle Clack Free guest. Now, if you guys don't know Danielle Jones, she's a very important person in the industry. Uh, besides being part of the panel of the That's What She Said stream, you're also a board member of CASA. Why don't you give everybody a little? Don't let me introduce you. Let Danielle Jones introduce herself.
1: Uh, yeah, I am on the board of directors of Casaw. I currently am actually the secretary of the board.
0: Secretary of the board, no big deal.
1: Yeah, it's because of my my mad Trello board skills, basically. Yeah. Um, but no, I'm, um, I've am i been on the CASA board for uh, a hot minute now. Um, I also work at Wickin Vape doing graphic design and marketing. Yeah. Um, and I'm on That's What She Said.
0: Yeah, That's What She Said. How long have you guys been doing that stream now? It's been over, over a, a year. year.
1: Yeah, over a year.
0: Wow. Is it how you like it? It's fun, huh?
1: It is a really good opportunity to, you know, I imagine how you feel about it, like getting to talk about advocacy and like clearing some stuff up and talking about like fun topics. Yeah,
0: it is. It's good times. Well, I appreciate you being here to talk about California. So I guess let's just jump into it. Fucking California.
1: Yeah, I I know.
0: I could hear that eye roll that you just did. That was an audible eye roll that just happened in California. Cal- yeah. California's been trying to limit and restrict and ban and prohibit vaping for as long as I can remember.
1: Yeah, same.
0: As long as I can remember. Before this, it was what was the other one? Uh oh, there's been I can't so even many. Remember. I can't
1: even remember all the build names. There, there was there's been so many.
0: There was one that got shut down like right before that VaporCon West. Sb oh, seven God. seven ten seven eight seven seven eight ten eight
1: ten something 10? like that. Was it the numbers over the years? I just can't keep track of. They all, the all
0: just kind of blend together. You know the one. Remember one number I do remember is. Oh no! I now I forgot it. HR twenty three forty eight. Wasn't that the federal one? I They're think doing so. The hashtag yeah. HR something like that for the big Alex federal.
1: would be able to rattle all these off. I feel yeah, like, but I'm rec- just like numbers.
0: Recite them off the top of his head.
1: <laughs> numbers. <laughs>
0: So they had the, uh, I guess it was the floor vote yesterday. Yes. And everybody got up to speak. Did yep. you hear a lot of the speakers who talked? Who, I did. Who talked, who, um, yeah.
1: it, there was no dissenting opinion whatsoever. It was just all the supporters talking, uh, which was pretty, I mean, even the final vote tally, there was only one registered no vote out of the whole assembly.
0: Really? Just one? Yeah. But there just were a lot one. of people... Here, There's a lot put- of
1: abs- uh, people who abstain. Yeah, I'm going to so throw the, the live During the live stream, it was a 50 0. So 50 voted yes, yes and 0 voted no. Zero. But apparently, they keep the roll call open even after. Um, and so, if you look on the actual California page for the bill, the final tally is 58 1. So eight more people voted yes after the stream, you know, oh, after they were done Lord. and one person. Yeah, that that the one you're showing is the what was live? Yeah, that's the um, last
0: thing I saw on the live stream, so I took a screenshot of it and it was just depressing. I did the same thing. <laughs> and and right up until they voted, you know, I had this little bit of hope. I was they showed the thing and I said, "Well, I wonder how many people are going to vote no." Right, and it was just yes, 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 and then it just kept populating with all these yeses, and I kind of just you know you sink down in my chair, just I'm like,
1: sink like really, really, guys, really Nobody? California,
0: really, and so this is all the bill itself is the Sharp bill, right? That's what it's called, protecting um, uh, steak. So, Sorry, steak, steak. Yeah, the stake it, I think act.
1: it. Right, it amends it or whatnot, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Um, I, the steak is a great little acronym that says uh, "Stop Tobacco Access to Kids." Steak. Right. Stop tobacco access to kids. So this is doing. This was done under the guise of protecting the youth, you know, from tobacco products. Correct. Even though they say that they don't vape because of flavors but we're still going to ban flavors
1: pretty much. I mean, this was, and the interesting thing about this is if you listen, cause I've been like participating in these hearings, cause this has gone through, mm-hmm. you know, multiple committees in just the house. It already went through the Senate like a while back, you know what yeah. I mean? Like last year. Yeah. Um, and I've been on all the committee calls. Like I've called in, I've spoken cause they did, you know, let you do that. Um, and the interesting thing is they almost never bring up vape when they talk about this, they talk specifically, they just lump everything into tobacco. Right. And there's like zero mention of vapor products. It's just tobacco, 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 tobacco. Yeah. And then a lot of emphasis on cigarettes and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. Flavored so, tobacco products.
1: Yeah. They didn't even, it's like, they didn't even want anybody. It was like, it was like saying Voldemort, right? Like you don't even yeah. want to say yeah. vapor <laughs> products because like, uh, it was, it was pretty infuriating.
0: So this is a, De facto f- blanket flavor ban. Why don't you go over... What does this cover?
1: Let's let's talk about it. Yeah, there's a little bit of confusion. So yeah. this bill, which is, again, for the record, SB 793, which has now passed both houses, um, I think it does have to pop back to the Senate briefly, the California Senate, just to get like a rubber stamp of approval because some amendments were added in the House or the Assembly. Um, okay. But uh, that's, that's a quick process. It's going to go sure. straight to the governor. There's basically. no
0: chance at that point to... Attempt I mean, to try to get this repealed, reversed, shot down, something like that.
1: Not, it's unlikely. I believe that CASA is updating our call to action still to, you know, send Senate members messages anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, just because, you know, why not, you know, voice your opinion. Um, right. But the the understanding is that it's pretty much just going there for a rubber stamp on the amendments. And then it will be presented to Governor Newsom to sign. Okay. Um, and so essentially this bill does not affect... Online sales. I want to be really clear about that first. This is specifically for brick-and-mortar tobacco retailers within the state of California. So, vape shops. Um, vape shops, exactly. Um, so, it bans the sale of all tobacco products, including e-liquid, in flavors other than tobacco. So, it also bans menthol. Menthol. And menthol cigarettes.
0: I can't believe they finally... Interesting. Yeah, they... I can't, bu- this is the first state in the Republic, isn't it, to ban menthol cigarettes or was, are we second next to New York? Did I New York ban menthol cigarettes?
1: I don't remember if New York did or not.
0: Cause menthol cigarettes is one of those. It's a very know, divisive. It's issue. a very divisive issue. And it, they, they, it seems like every state has tried a lot to do it and right. they, it, they never quite get there. There's always no. a lot of pushback. It's true. We're
1: either the first or one of the first. I feel comfortable saying that um, states to do that. So, yeah, menthol is also included in this. Um, Interestingly enough, there were some exemptions made. Yeah. Talk about Um, that. Those exemptions were. So this does not apply to premium cigars. And they define premium cigars as cigars that are handmade. They cannot be made on a machine. And there's a price point that they cannot be below. So it's high end cigars loose leaf pipe tobacco so not loose leaf roll your own cigarette tobacco but pipe tobacco and hookah and shisha products were exempt so there and if you've ever like i went through a huge phase where i was way into hookah and shisha like back in the day that's all flavored like all flavored you know shisha yeah none of that
0: none of that tastes like tobacco
1: no but that's all exempt um There is also language in here for a lot of people looking for loopholes, they saw and closed the loophole for short fills. So they have very specific language in this bill and they word it as, um, let's see, what is it? It is, there's a lot of definitions in here. It's tobacco product flavor enhancer. So essentially what they said that any product that is designed, manufactured, produced, marketed or sold. To produce a characterizing flavor, which is a flavor other than tobacco, when right. added to a tobacco product. So, if you're talking about a short fill situation like what the UK does, you've got your Nick shot and then you've got your big bottle of flavoring. Yes. So, they're calling the big bottle of flavoring the flavor enhancer and the tobacco product would be the Nick shot. So, anything that is designed to be combined together
0: is. Right. Banned. So, so I, know short while, fills. Uh, I know
1: for a while,
0: I know for a while, there was one distribution company in California, Lonnie, and 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 Surf, S-V-R-F, Severf, okay. mm-hmm. he was doing, uh, he was rolling out what, they were like reverse short fills. Mm-hmm. So it was like a large bottle of nicotine, which would be the tobacco product, and mm-hmm. then a tiny, tiny bottle of flavoring to be sold separately to then be mixed. That doesn't right. make a difference what which is the bigger bottle? What has the nicotine? It doesn't matter
1: in it. if they're added together. there's the way that I read this um, when added to a tobacco product. So any kind of combination between the two, I think, is not is not going to fly.
0: Uh, but online sales are not. Online sales online- are still good to go.
1: So online sales are still what they were as of SB thirty nine, which is another bill that was authored by this same author that has already passed. And so that put forth—I don't have all the lit, the full list in front of me—but mm-hmm. that put a bunch of regulations on online sales that you you know have to have third party age verification. You know, I think boxes have to be marked with certain things. Manufacturer or vendors are supposed to like call and verify a customer. It's a little bit weird, but there's regulations uh, in place for online already, according to Hill from his SB 39. And so this bill didn't need to, these are his words. This bill didn't need to address online because he already took care of that. Uh, Now, if, if we're looking at the future, you know, I have a hard time believing that they're going to leave online the way that it is right now. Yeah. But that's, you know crystal ball prediction stuff that's not anything that's you know final as of, as of right now online is still the way it's been for you know since SB39 went through so this doesn't affect it
0: So really this this really cracks down hard on vape shops that's Correct. what this was designed to do was to eliminate vape shops Correct Where people um, go to quit smoking Yeah
1: exactly <laughs> Exactly and the interesting thing is there yes. is no PMTA exemption Which
0: Oh, interesting. So
1: even if your product, Snus, for example, that has gone through a PMTA that has MRTP, still not allowed.
0: Still not allowed.
1: So even if companies get a PMTA in California, they have no exemption for that, so it's still banned.
0: So even if a Veil Vapor gets their flavored liquids through a PMTA, still can't sell them in California.
1: Correct. Not in a brick and mortar.
0: Not just not in a brick and mortar, right? This is fascinating. Yep, this is so. So, one thing that I read, and I'm looking here on the California legislative information about this bill, they mention loose leaf tobacco, uh, shredded pipe tobacco,
1: pipe. Yeah, pipe is the key there,
0: right? It says. Consists of shredded pipe tobacco, usually sold in pouches, excluding any tobacco product, which because of its appearance, type packaging or labeling is suitable for use and likely to be offered or purchased by consumers as tobacco for making cigarettes, including roll your own cigarettes.
1: Right. So Can't. it's a weird distinction. That's and a I've, real I don't,
0: weird distinction. I'm
1: not a person that purchases loose leaf. I had friends in college that rolled their own cigarettes, but so I don't actually know, like are there products that are like, this is for pipes and this is for cigarettes or is it all just loose leaf? Like I don't even know the answer to that. Yeah. But according to the California legislator, there's a difference and one is okay in flavors and the other is not.
0: But you could buy loose leaf pipe tobacco and roll your own cigarettes with I mean, it, right? can, I don't know
1: enough. I don't know enough about like loose leaf tobacco to know. You would think like you would think that, you know, they could be interchangeable. But I don't know. I, I don't. Does anybody in chat use loose leaf tobacco? <laughs> like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that.
0: Yeah, it's only. Yeah, magic. Magic known from the chat. It's only worded as tobacco. That's all they say is tobacco. They don't mention vape, vapor products. E-liquid, I think. Do they mention e-cigarettes in this bill anywhere, or is it all just say tobacco?
1: I believe. Let's see. I don't know that they mention. Let
0: me try to do a uh, find the word.
1: Yeah, do that. That would probably be faster. Vape, but because we've no, been classified vapor, as tobacco no. already, I don't know that they actually have to. People e- in chat are saying that the the loose leaf is different for pipe from um, from roll your own cigarettes. So there you go.
0: Yeah. Well, I've been, I tried to do a word search and there's no mention of vape. There's no mention of e-cigarettes. There's no mention of liquid. So they really do just say tobacco over and over again.
1: Yeah, it says tobacco product means a tobacco product as defined in paragraph eight of subsection A of section 104495. So, and I believe that's where we are defined as tobacco.
0: Yeehaw, California. Yeah, we being vape. Um, one of the things that kills me is I'm going to show, let me see if I can show this guy's tweet. This was Jim Wood's tweet uh, where he said uh, on August 24th, which was yesterday, during the, during, the, whatever, during the vote, California spends $3 billion a year on medical expenses alone fighting the too long list of diseases resulting from tobacco use. No one's ever said the best decision I ever made was to start smoking. The core principles in SB 793 protect kids. Voting no protects big tobacco. What's it gonna be? That just seems like completely and wholly misleading. Because really, if you vote yes on this, you're protecting big tobacco.
1: I mean, protecting tobacco
0: cigarette sales.
1: You're still protecting unflavored cigarettes. It's true. They're not. They did take menthol away from them, which. Uh, I read somewhere sure. that accounts for like a third of all the cigarette sales in California, so that's a big cut for big tobacco. It's like a big cut. I think they're not gonna ignore that per yeah. se. Um, but you are still leaving unflavored combustible products combustible on the
0: products market. on the market, and
1: and some flavored ones,
0: and some flavored ones, and eliminating the competition that the is generally reduction. the harm reduction competition that's usually there for tobacco cigarettes for whatever flavored premium cigars Yep So he he's just he's got it backwards. He's got it all wrong.
1: I mean I think that the California is a perfect example of like ideological warfare. Like these guys yes. drink the ants Kool-Aid like by the gallon, yeah. I feel. I mean by the, they are by the coldest very, water bottle full. Exactly, exactly. But I mean it's just it's pretty intense. It's like you're either with us or you're against us. You know, yeah. everything's evil or pure. Like yeah. it's just it's very, very a biased view, yeah, actually, it's, I think. And it's it a, it leaves out all the nuance. I yeah. mean
0: it leaves out all the nuance. It leaves out I mean, they just left out like facts completely they yeah. they're un, they don't know what vaping is and they refuse to learn they refuse yep. to understand it even a little bit there was one lady here I'll show this lady's twitter here uh Lorena Gomez she was the last person to speak I believe she was the last person to speak and she got I didn't see anything about this on her twitter at all but I wanted to show her twitter so maybe you could go tweet at her but you know be nice she she got up there and gave a very heartfelt sobbing tears my my grandmother died of of lung cancer from smoking cigarettes and on her deathbed she told me to never let your kids smoke and that's why we have to pass this legislation and in my head, I'm thinking it's not they're not smoking this is actually preventing them from smoking cigarettes I mean am I and
1: and then the crazy thing is, I mean not to get too off track, but we just had the um the CDC's other survey, the Youth, R- Youth Risk Behavior Surveillance Survey yes. results that came out last week. Yes. Like record low yeah. numbers record of kids low numbers. are smoking. Record like, low numbers. Record low.
0: If the if the gateway effect he- held any water, we should be seeing smoking going up. We should and we're just not. No. It continues to drop. It continues to decline. Yep. It's crazy to me that nobody's celebrating the lowest youth smoking rates ever.
1: I know. I believe daily smoking, like kids smoking daily, high schoolers. If I'm not mistaken, I can pull. I'm working on a graph graphic, by the way. Yes. Um, I love a good um,
0: Danielle Jones graph.
1: <laughs> I believe it was 1.1%, if I'm not mistaken, daily smoking.
0: Daily smoking done. And let's see, compare that to what when I was in high school, the smoking rate, the daily smoking rate was like 42%. It's
1: been, I much mean, higher. a
0: ridiculously high number. And now we have less than 5%, I mean, less than 2% daily cigarette use.
1: But what they do is that they call vaping a tobacco product. And because vaping right. usage is up, which is true, you can't deny that. Usage of vaping, whether it's you know infrequently or frequently, is up. Yeah. So they add that to the total tobacco product usage and then say tobacco product usage is oh, so high. Tobacco product, and it's yeah. all the vape Sky product's high. fault.
0: Yeah, that's crazy to me. And what's really interesting is when given the choice, youths will choose the less harmful option. I feel like I they know. I mean, that's know, how it's looking. That's, that's exactly, what the numbers are saying. Yes, that's exactly what they're doing. They choose the less harmful option. I feel like they know cigarettes are bad and they choose the less harmful option and then, and then they get punished for it. And then by punishing them, all the adults who did the same thing also right. get punished.
1: Exactly. And if you look at the numbers breakdown, we should do another one just on this breakdown of all of these numbers when I get mm-hmm. the graph done. But you've got, you know, the this survey that just came out. I call it the YRBS for short, as opposed yes. to the NYTS, which yes. is the other one that Y-R-B-S, we usually talk that's
0: about. YRBS. I can never remember that. Y- YRBS. RBS. Youth Risk Behavior Surveillance. Behavior surveillance. Study. Behavior surveillance?
1: Um, yeah, that's the technical name. of Nothing the big
0: brothery about that at all. <laughs> Dang.
1: I know. I know, um, but that one. From the now, the only downside about this uh, survey is it's only done every two years. The NYTS is done every year, so so the last one we had was 2017, and now we have 2019. Um, But ever since I've known about this survey, they have always made it a point to ask about and publish because that's what the NYTS does not do: publish frequency rates. So they have always done that from the beginning, and they cover the part of the thing is they cover a lot. They cover sexual behavior, they cover, you know, mental health illness, they cover um, other substance abuse, they cover the YRBS covers a lot besides tobacco, which NYTS only focuses on tobacco, only tobacco. Um, But they've always done frequency, right? So current use, even once in the last 30 days, um, then they've got current frequent use and current daily use. And between those numbers, you can kind of do math and figure out, okay, so anybody who's tried it in the last 30 days, anybody who has tried it in the last 30 days, but has only done it like you know, maybe one to 20 times, somebody who's done it, you know, more than 20 times and somebody who's done it every day. And from those breakdowns, you can. And then they also do ever like lifetime. Have you ever tried vaping in your whole life? So you've got ever at like 50 percent of high schoolers. That's real. Right. But then you've got current down to like 30 something percent. And then you've got daily down to like 7.2 percent. So if you're looking at things, there's a high propensity for Experimenting and trying things, sure. But a much because lower, youth. yeah. But a much lower rate of "quote unquote" addiction, which I right. still don't agree with that terminology. But that's what they use. If you're talking about addiction, you're talking about people using it essentially every day, and that number is still seven point two.
0: Sure, so. sure. That's that's crazy. That do they break it? Who does anywhere break it out? I does the National Youth Tobacco Survey do this? Like. Uh, they, they where never where have... they get it? Where they get it oh, from?
1: Okay, so the youth risk behavior did do that. If you give me two seconds, I can pull it. Okay,
0: up. I haven't looked at any of the YRBS data. I've been deep at diving all. into it. Well, I love, I love data. That's why you're here. <laughs> I love that you love data because I can't Sorry. stand it.
1: Give <sighs> me two seconds to pull this up. I did not already have it up in my tab.
0: Sure. Yeah, pull it up, and uh, let okay. me. Sh- yeah, go ahead.
1: Um, So for where did you get the product Um, in so for the 2019 data they separated out between and you have to remember this data was taken before T21 went into effect. So at this time um, 18 and over was legal and Mm -hmm. under so they divided it up that way legal purchases base and then underage purchases. So if you want to talk about where most 18 and older high school students got vapor products you're looking at in store. At 56.4%. That's the majority of the place where legal young adults purchased. Okay. Um, And that means like a
0: convenience store?
1: That could be any kind of store. It could be convenience. It could be a vape shop. It could be any kind of store. Okay. Um, If you're looking at under 17 years or under, which at that time was illegal, the number one place was uh, they essentially borrowed it from someone at 42.8%. They borrowed it from a friend a family member
0: right. somebody else right
1: um and it breaks down so they have bought in store got from the internet you want to hear the internet rates you want to hear the these? internet rates so for legal aged you know youth at this point uh internet was 1.8 percent
0: yeah so that's we definitely need a vape mail ban
1: and oh but it gets better for under use or for underage 3.6 percent we've created a you know legislation like online centered legislation for a 3.6 percent problem
0: that's unreal that's unbelievable to me
1: it's quite low
0: it's quite Uh, low the highest sources
1: for underage are borrowed it um got someone else to purchase it for me so Mm -hmm. i'm kind of assuming Mm -hmm. that's like straw man purchase situation sure that was at 21 percent um and then was gifted it like from an adult or something that's at
0: 11%. Right. And see, I, I flipped flopped back and forth a lot on what I thought about Tobacco 21. The libertarian in me wants to hate Tobacco 21, but I think Tobacco 21 might honestly be a good f- thing <sighs> just because 18 years old, you still have friends that are in high school
1: that you can is buy it, true.
0: you can give it to him. you can resell it to him. There's a bigger kind of gap there wrong. with 21.
1: You're not wrong. However, as a high schooler, I was still able to get alcohol. I'm just going to go ahead and yeah, put that out there. Yeah,
0: I know. Same thing. So, Same. I mean,
1: maybe you had less friends that had connections, but the connections were still there. Yeah. And I feel like with youth and kids their Their purpose in life I was having or listening or having this discussion with somebody. their purpose in life is to try to be adults like that's what yes. they do. That's they try what, to do yep. things that grown ups do, yep, and if they want this bad enough, they yep. are going to get it i mean, yeah. these kids are incredibly you know smart and resilient and clever they're going to get it, yes. Putting the age to 21 prevents like straight up high schoolers for the most or uh, seniors in high school from being able to get it for their friends. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I still I can't help but think like if you're old enough to vote, if you're old enough to serve in the military and die for your country, you know, you should be able to make these choices for yourself. I mean, if you want to if you if we want to go down the road of like 18 year olds do not have the mental capacity to make these decisions, then everything needs to be moved. In my opinion, that's how I feel.
0: Yeah, I mean no, Yeah, that's true. I still got booze when I was uh, in high school. We drank, we drank beers. We drank Miller Genuine Drafts by the twenty four pack on the beach yep. in high school. Oh yeah,
1: I was getting Smirnoff Ices. Oh you know Smirnoff I mean? ice. Like, oh, see, yeah.
0: we didn't have anything oh, yeah. that fancy oh, back. Yeah. See, We're, back when I was I in Holes, high school, was in the nineties, and I don't even think Smirnoff Ice existed back then. Probably not. We just got whatever we could get. It wasn't that we right. loved MGD Miller genuine right. draft. It's that that's what we could get, you know, you're not, right. you're not picky about it. Right. And so we know San Francisco, right? You want to talk about San Francisco? They did this a while ago. Right. And we know from looking at San Francisco as an example that it just caused more smoking.
1: In one of the age groups, I believe, and I don't remember which one exactly it was, but I saw that same article. In one of the age groups, smoking actually did increase.
0: Yeah. Well, and there, the, the thing that I'm pulling from here is, uh, you know, I, I love Reason magazine. I'm a big fan of, <clears throat> the, of the Reason magazine. And th- they're talking about how San Francisco's chief economist said that, oh, God. Well, this isn't going to have an impact on, uh, you know, the. The income, money. the money, right? The income of the state. It's not going to affect us because those people that would be buying e-cigarettes will just buy other tobacco products like conventional cigarettes.
1: I tweeted that. I was so outraged when it happened. I tweeted that.
0: I can't believe I, that. And didn't he just
1: he just went up and said it.
0: Yeah, he just went up and said it. He just said it. Yep. It wouldn't be bad for business. Here it is for, for, from the Reason article. Uh, It Mm -hmm. it would it found the ban uh, wouldn't be bad for business because the money currently being spent on vaping products will still be spent in the city on other nicotine products such as conventional cigarettes. Yep. So that did none of these assembly members uh, in California look at San Francisco as like an example like, hey, they already did this. What were the effects of it there?
1: I doubt it because if it doesn't support their narrative, it doesn't exist, right?
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but we know. I mean, we already, I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. I like, mean, we know though. We already have an example. That's that makes me want to. That makes me want to pull my hair out that we have this example of San Francisco, and what happens? Yep. And not only do cigarette sales go up, more youth start smoking, and adults are less likely to try vaping to quit. So that's where we're at in california
1: yeah and somebody did ask about some details so yeah um i just want to get to that real quick so the governor i believe has until september 31st to sign the bill into law okay if he does not sign it it goes into law anyway california is a little bit different um than other states uh sometimes there's like a pocket veto type situation where he can just like ignore it and then it has to you know start over again not in california He, if he doesn't want to sign it, he actually has to veto it, which I think is unlikely that Newsom will veto this.
0: Can we tweet at Governor Newsom to try to get him to veto this? I
1: I still think that we should. I absolutely think, even if he's going to sign it, he needs to know how many people do not agree with this and potentially will not revote him into office. So even if it's not going to change his mind, I still think that there is a very, very important you know yes uh point to be made by telling him that you think that and i'm and the casaw call to action will also be updated to go directly to him once it's on his desk um but he so he has until september 31st to sign it i believe and then once it's into law either by him signing it or by him running the clock out um my understanding is that it goes into effect on january 1
0: of january 1 2021 yeah
1: that is my understanding
0: You know, and people have it in their head that somehow 2021 is going to be like this new year and everything's going to be better. When in reality, that doesn't seem to be the case, especially in California, especially with vaping. I think we should tweet at Governor Gavin Newsom. Uh, I put a link to his Twitter in the chat. I'll put a link in the description. If you're in California, tweet at him. uh, Let him know that you are against this. You can. T- I mean, I'll put other things in the description. I'll put that Reason article in the description. I'll also put this in the description. And this is from uh, NIH. That's the National Institute of Health. National Institute of Health, NIH, pubmed.gov. Um, but it's a, it's a it says it's the comprehensive, uh, an impact of a comprehensive tobacco product flavor ban in San Francisco among young adults. This is mm-hmm. another big one that I saw. And the conclusions here, let me try to put this up on the screen. Conclusions, right here. These findings suggest that comprehensive local flavor bans by themselves cannot sharply reduce the availability or use of flavored tobacco products among the residents. Nevertheless, local bans can still significantly reduce overall e-cigarette use and cigar smoking, but may increase cigarette smoking. And this is... I mean, this is from... uh, This is on the National Institute of Health, National Library of Medicine, pubmed.gov. I feel like we could tweet this at Gavin Newsom. Absolutely. Right? He might listen to reason. I think the chances are slim of getting to veto it, but at least he needs to be aware of, like you said, I mean, and that's an excellent point that I never really, I don't know, I never really consider that. Even if it doesn't get him to change his mind, he'll at least know how many people in California uh, are against this and would right. possibly it, not vote for him because of it
1: yeah it quantifies the opposition like you need to know even if you you know what he chooses to do ultimately we can't necessarily control but he needs to know right if we as vapors it's our responsibility to give him the information that we do not agree with this yeah. if we don't do that if we don't speak up then for all he knows everybody's uh in agreement and yeah, it's everybody's a great cool thing. with it
0: everybody's cool so, with it
1: you know i think that that thinking about your calls to action and talking to your legislators you know a lot of people maybe get disappointed um if they don't do what they tell them to do but that's not a hundred percent of the point like yeah obviously you want them to do what you want but you also need to make clear your opinion so that they can make informed decision as well because if you don't say anything how do they know
0: Yeah. yeah how do they know you need to voice your concern because you know at the end of the day this is what i always say they, they work for you. They're supposed to work in your best interest. And if they're doing things that are not in your best interest, it is your due diligence as a citizen, as an American, to, 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 to voice your concern, to voice, make your voice heard to these politicians. Um, uh, Pam in the chat, uh, I know it's nearly impossible to happen, but what would, what would have to happen to overturn a ban once it, ha- once it becomes a law? Back to the House slash Senate. Maybe Danielle can speak to this. A referendum.
1: Yeah. So, and I don't necessarily think, I mean, if you put put your logic cap on, and again, this is crystal ball stuff. Uh, This is not anything, you know, that I know for a fact. But if you consider that the impact that menthol cigarette sales would have on, let's say, some tobacco companies, for example, Mm -hmm. there is a process to get laws like this overturned and essentially it's similar to like a ballot initiative right like you have to get signatures and then you put it on the ballot to the california voters and then you can they tried that with the san francisco flavor ban if you recall there was a referendum a ballot initiative it also failed so then you know the flavor ban stuck someone or some company or some whatever politician could do the same thing for this i don't know if they will i don't know if they think it's worth it Um, You know, because stuff like that costs money and time and, you know, the San Francisco one Mm -hmm. failed. So I don't know the answer to that, but there is a process for that. It does exist.
0: Yes, there is. There is a process. It's just it's, you know, and uh, I don't know if you ever remember uh, Kevin Skipper. Kevin Skipper used to be around in the vape community, in the vape industry. He was a big advocate guy. Um, He would always talk about it's easier. World's easier to stop these before they happen. Rather, you know, get ahead of the get ahead of the train before it goes through rather than trying to get these things overturned. It's a much longer. Correct. Time consuming, you know, process. It's more
1: people you have to appeal to, too. Right. Like if, yes. it, if it goes on the ballot, you have to convince the entire state. Right. All of the residents, voting residents of the entire state, as opposed to when the bill's going through, you have to convince, you know, 30, 50, whatever, you know, lawmakers. So it, it it is harder. It's also more expensive, more time consuming. Yes. You
0: know. More expensive, more time consuming. Um, someone asked in the chat, uh, uh, you know, what about all the shops that closed down? That's, you know, however many jobs lost. I was trying to look, right. uh, you know, the VTA, I think is someone who has that information about I'm trying to find something like how many shops would close down. Yeah, that's
1: always the struggle with the vapor industry because unlike, let's say, for example, the convenience store industry, like those guys all have, you know, Nielsen data. They all report their sales to one place. And so you can quantify sales, number of stores, jobs, things like that. But the vapor industry, because we are so independent and we don't have like a one source where we all give our sales data to, we all give our employee numbers to, it's really difficult to try to estimate that. I know that various people, you know, over the years have tried to like generate lists or at least keep track of like vape shops that are closing or different things like that. But the unfortunate answer is we don't have hard data on
0: that. We don't. I know that in Los Angeles, there's probably, I don't know, 50, 60 vape shops. If you Google like on Google Maps how many vape shops pop up across the straight across the state. It's got to be into the hundreds and hundreds of vape shops, multiply employees. That's into the thousands right. uh, of job loss. And I know, you know, one thing that VTA does do, or they try to do is they, that, that's what, the, that's what their big argument is. You know, they're an industry uh, organization. So they always try to come from the point of view of, This is how much revenue, you know, in millions or billions that the vape shops have contributed to your state. Uh, They they posted out a tweet recently. um, ah, I wish I could find it now. About uh, Phoenix. Fifteen. Yeah. Fourteen million dollars in wages. Forty seven million dollar economic impact in Arizona if they ban flavors in Arizona and you figure California's got to be bigger than that.
1: Oh, you would think.
0: More I mean, vape shops than that. 5.8 million in tax revenue lost if they pass this flavor ban in Arizona, and that's just for Phoenix, Arizona. That's not the entire state. That's right. just for Phoenix, and you got to figure that the California there's got to be uh, like I said, 100 probably hundreds and hundreds of shops. Right. Probably you know, thousands and thousands of jobs lost, millions, upwards of millions and millions of dollars in tobacco or in tax revenue lost. Um, that's crazy. But
1: as they said on the floor, they don't care about the money.
0: Yeah, they don't. They don't. I mean, care they about talked the
1: about that a lot, uh, actually, which was surprising to me. Um, one or two of the speakers was like, "You know, we've heard a lot of people saying that like this is gonna, you know, drop our funding and blah 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 for different things, but we don't care." And I'm yeah. like, okay, so you're you're going full zealot. All right, yeah. Here we go. Just, now we know. Now we, we know who we're care. dealing with. Yeah, yeah we,
0: we don't, don't care. It's weird that and, it's weird that they can recognize that and then just say, don't care. You know, it's it's like matter. a it's like a Cuomo move. Is right. vaping better than smoking? So what? Yeah. We get to the much. point where they'll recognize it. They'll recognize the economic impact. They'll recognize the harm reduction aspect of it, and then just go, we don't care. So what, so what we don't care a lot of people.
1: Yeah. A lot of people in the chat I've noticed, um, have been talking about or asking about DIY and I know you and I were talking about this earlier. So I just want to put this out there real quick again, because this bill only affects brick and mortar location, vape shops in California. My understanding, and I could be wrong, but my understanding is that the majority of DIYers purchase their supplies online. So because that is an online purchase, that would not be affected by this particular piece of legislation. It is affected and has been affected by SB 39, which already passed in California, but it's still legal. There's just, you know, they have to put certain things on the packing slip and on the outside of the box and, you know, use age verification and things like that. So ordering, if you're in California, ordering DIY supplies from the internet for the time being, this does not affect that as I understand it.
0: Yes. Okay. So that's, look, that's a little bit of a silver lining, right? Sure. We'll be able to DIY. That helps vapors in the state of California. That helps already converted smokers who know what they want to be able to get that stuff. Right. But it just puts another thing in place for smokers to be able to make that transition. Right. It doesn't help. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I I think there's a lot of smokers these days who are not just going to, like, on faith, purchase something randomly online that they've never tried before Mm -hmm. when they're very new to this. I mean, I know a lot of early adopters like you, you know, from back in the day, were willing to do that kind of stuff. Whatever it takes. Exactly. But I think that there's a a large percentage of smokers who are not going to. And that's why the vape shop is so important, right? Because you Mm -hmm. can actually go in person to person, get advice, get support. It's a community. Yes. And I, I just... This is a terrible, terrible blow for harm reduction. Terrible
0: blow for harm reduction. Terrible blow to public health. Uh, I, I, You know, there's a sick part of me that kind of wants, wants to go, fine, ban flavors, see where that gets you. You just want to see smoking rates go up, you'll see smoking rates go up. Like, fine, this is your bed. You, you made it. it. I tried We're it every turn that I possibly could to stop you guys from doing this. But I'm just going to let you do it and let you suffer the repercussions of cigarettes going, you know, cigarette sales going back up and people smoking cigarettes again. yeah. And those smokers not switching and not not quitting.
1: My worry is that, you know, because you know how the ants love to spin, right? Oh, yeah, My worry is that they're going to go, oh, look, the gateway effect is in full, oh, yeah. full steam now. Oh, look yeah. at all the smoking that's going up because... They were vape. Like, I feel we, like we didn't ban
0: it fast that. enough. We didn't ban it right. fast enough. The gateway yeah. effect already took a hold. Oh yeah, my God. Exactly. Don't even say that. That's exactly uh, what's going to happen.
1: I mean, I, I, where's worry.
0: my tinfoil hat. That's exactly right. what's going to happen. Let me do a couple of these. Uh, there's been some super chats coming in. I kind of, kind of ignored I'll for a little a bit. Break. Yeah. Take a vape break. Hydrate yourself. Trey watt. Hello. And <sighs> welcome. Welcome to you. Trey watt. Southern comforts in the house. He says, uh, I'm going to be very disappointed if Danielle gets more ragey than you. Uh, I am the rage sweat king and you are the prince. Don't let me down. Hashtag true prodigy. You know, Southern comfort. If you wanted to see real rage sweat, you should have seen me watching this hearing yesterday when it was, I was just, you know, you get that weird, like sinking in your stomach feeling every time they talk and you're going, you're wrong. You're, you're wrong. you You're wrong about this. You're wrong about this. Rage sweat. Hamish, just some hearts. Very gracious of you, Hamish. Southern Comfort. Banning flavors is like giving an alcoholic whiskey-flavored water. Yep, we're trying to disassociate from that burning cigarette taste. And that's very true. I think, I don't know, I think there still will be a, a lot of smokers that will pick up a tobacco jewel- or a views and be able to make the transition. It's not going to be as enjoyable, but I think there's still a much smaller percentage will do it.
1: I think, yeah, I, I would agree with that. I think that some people will still, but I mean, you're vastly impacting the number who could, the potential yeah. there,
0: the potential there is completely lost because even, I mean, even long time vapors, myself, my wife, Casey, we still get on about flavors where, I'm. I don't like this flavor anymore. I need a, I need something. I need a good flavor. I need. Where's my mango? Like I need my mango. Even after you know eleven plus years of vaping, still need that right, good, correct flavor to really be, feel satisfied by it.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. Although you're talking to the wrong person because I've been vaping the same flavor for like four years. Oh
0: yeah, I know. You're one of those. <laughs> I'm the. I vape the same thing for the rest of my life. Type of people.
1: Have you I'm, ever um,
0: ventured out? Do you try other flavors? Oh yeah, you know, sure. Yeah. Okay. I uh
1: I got Dwayne's Mango um okay. a couple of weeks ago and tried that for a little while but went back. Yeah. Um I've tried a few things. Um uh, my husband buys uh liquid from a, a shop online. They had like a strawberry banana something or other that I sure, did for a minute, sure. but I just always go back. Like I just I just always go back. Well, I feel like my mouth goes like numb to other flavors but not to (laughs) helen like it just does or either that or i'm so used to what that like vapor tongue to Helen feels like. Yeah. It, you know, like,
0: look, yeah. stick with what works. Shout
1: out to Lanco vapor. Shout out
0: to Lanco vapor. Helen stick with what works. Uh, Mark lane in with the super chat. That's very gracious of you, Mark lane. I just looked up the agenda for the Phoenix city council meeting for tomorrow. There is nothing I can find in regards to flavors slash vape for now. I know a few members of the council and will contact them moving to Kansas City around February. Yeah, Mark, this is AZ advocate Mark. Uh he's he's been in my streams quite a bunch. He does a lot for uh the vape, you know, the vape movement, I guess in uh, in Arizona. Do everything you can, Mark. You're doing God's work over there and uh I, I appreciate you. I appreciate you doing that. And they could be using, you know, some smarmy terminology. There was no vape terminology in this California bill. It was just tobacco. Tobacco. Tobacco, uh, Southern Comfort in with the super chat says uh, they can't tell a mod from a pod, and these are the people writing the laws about flavored liquid. Yeah, I'm positive they don't understand what zero milligram nicotine is. Yeah, a hundred percent, they don't know what it is. They don't. Uh, they don't care to learn. They just wanna. They just wanna fe- pass this and feel good, you mm-hmm. know. And they just wanna appear hard, tough on something. Yep. We're doing it for the kids and we just want to mm, appear exactly. <laughs> appear tough on something. And yep. even when uh, I did that TV interview with the spectrum in focus lady and I sat there with the doctor and after it was over and they turned off all the lights and cameras, I had a mod in my pocket and I said, do you know what this is? And she said, no, I don't know. I'm just assuming that's a, a, a faster way to get nicotine. And I said, you don't know the difference between this and a jewel, don't you think that's part of the problem? Yeah. I went out for blood. I mean, there's plenty sure.
1: of examples of that, right? Like, look at all these studies where they screwed up the testing because they didn't know how the products are supposed to work. Yeah, because they right? just burning the wick. A coil. Yeah. <laughs> no airflow. You know that Jay Hayes thing where the guy, the person came in and they were like, "Why isn't it working?" And it's like, because you don't have any airflow. Like, yeah. Do you not? How can you experiment on this if you don't even know how it works? How can you legislate on this if you don't even know how it works or what it is?
0: If you don't understand the technology, I mean that would be crazy. If someone even I use the uh, I use the analogy of cars a lot because Mm -hmm. that's something that everybody uses. Everybody, someone who has no idea about cars, it wants. uh, Oh, if you're driving a car, you have to wear a helmet now. Because because motorcycles wear helmets, and they're right. both vehicles. They both drive down the, the street. Road. They're both on mm-hmm. the same road. Cars have to wear helmets now. You'd look at them like they are a crazy person. Like, do you know what a car is? Do you know the difference between a car and a motorcycle? Imagine if they just went, uh, no, I don't, I don't need to know.
1: Yeah, I don't, don't need care. to know that. You're don't on the road going fast. That's yep. all I care that's about. That's
0: all I care about, helmets and cars now. People would freak out.
1: It's this. It is the same thing. Like no mention of the fact that the car is already built in with its own safety features, and like you know, (laughs) we could keep this analogy going. It's a really good analogy.
0: Like a pretty good analogy. (laughs) It is. It's It's one of the few good analogies I've had. But I I like to make that analogy a lot because it's just as frustrating seeing them talking about this, not understanding what the technology is. It just they. they, (sighs) Me too. Southern Comfort. Southern Comfort says "Uh, I'm raging the f out right now. Yeah. We're raging the F out right now. Uh, I, honestly, there's a little bit of me, a little part of me that's just glad, not necessarily glad, but like a little bit relieved that they just finally voted on it. And we kind of go, okay, now here's where we stand in California at this very right. moment. There's no more right. like wondering and you know if this flavor again is going to pass. And now that it's passed, now we can kind of, course correct a little bit, I guess, and figure out who to target. You know, Gavin Newsom, things like this. We can right. c- create a new plan. It's going to be a more difficult plan, but it's still, we can still have something there. Um, right. Chris Murdoch in with the super chat. He says, I feel bad for you here in Ontario, Canada ended up with uh, flavored liquid is only available in vape specialty shops. That makes a lot of sense to me. Uh, most restriction that hurts us is the max 60 milligram nicotine and no vaping inside vape shops. I would Take that legislation literally any day of the week. I would take that right now. Flavored liquid in vape shops? Makes sense. 60 milligrams? Shh, that seems completely reasonable. Va- no vaping in vape shops? Oh, well. Tough butts. At least you get to vape. At least you get your flavors. That's crazy. Uh, Terravert uh, in with a Super Chat. New York State ban uh, resulted in more conventional SIGs purchased. Uh, that means an extra four dollars and25 cents per pack rather than the 20% implemented in December Cuomo raking it in yeah I've been going after Cuomo on Twitter a lot recently because he keeps tweeting about science and how public health oh, should be guided yeah. by science and not mm-hmm. politics and I'm like
1: wow well, like, I loved your tweet like so I, I I wanted to put it in like enshrine so your what? tweet in something it was <laughs> phenomenal it
0: was so good I couldn't not do that it's it Cuomo excellent. you have to give him a hard time Anthony Ramella that's very gracious of you there are a lot of products that are addictive and unhealthy like energy drinks I mean absolutely what do you think California will try and ban next and will people finally see that the state bans are a slippery slope uh, yeah I don't know they they might try to ban energy drinks look stranger things have happened uh Bloomberg tried to ban right, large see, sodas.
1: Yeah, exactly. Sugar things. You know, there's yeah. all kinds of different. I mean, that. I mean, California is highly progressive, right? Like, that's you know, <laughs> yeah, that's Prop 65.
0: And everything. Everything causes cancer. Yeah, everything causes, everything cancer. causes cancer. it's lost I all meaning. I <laughs> I was reading a great article. I'll try to track it down and send it to you, Danielle, about that Prop 65 and how it's it's basically just lost all meaning. Well, like yeah. companies would rather just deal with having the warning on there than try to correct anything possibly bad with their products because it's gotten to a point. Because consumers are immune to it. Yeah, yeah consumers are immune to care. it. don't care. I bought this little, uh, I don't know what this is made out of, metal laptop stand. Mm-hmm. Came from Amazon. Prop 65 warning on it. My laptop stand had a Prop 65 warning on it.
1: Yep. They put it on jewelry. They put it on a parking garage. Yeah. The parking garage is going to cause you cancer. Like-
0: Disneyland. When I go to Disneyland, there's a big sign that says chemicals in this area are known to the state of California. And I'm like, Disneyland. Disneyland. <laughs> British eyes yeah. only in there with the super chat basically broke right now, but I loved Danielle. She's my advocacy hero. So I had to send in a super chat, Nick, you're pretty good too. I guess have a beer on me. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I'll send, I'll PayPal that $5 straight to Danielle, straight to thanks. Danielle. That one's for just Danielle.
1: Buy yourself something nice, Nick.
0: <laughs> It'll probably come with a prop 65 warning. It on will. It, it will. Know. It might
1: cause you cancer. Just <laughs> FYI.
0: Uh, David in. Lastly, David in with the super chat. Uh, is there any flavor ban uh, haunting the state of Georgia right now? Well, we can ask our would, CASA board member. I maybe. would
1: exactly. I would tell you to go to CASA.org. Use yes. the drop down where you can search by state. State by state. Click your hey, state. Let's do
0: this. Where's Georgia? I'm bad with geography. There's uh. a list
1: at the bottom, too, in case you're geographically challenged.
0: Okay. I know where Georgia is, kinda. I clicked it. I vaguely. Um, let's see. There was a uh, February eighteenth, twenty twenty. I don't know if this is past or whatever. Uh, there was a vapor tax hike. That's the last thing that I've seen in Georgia. And The other you know, thing
1: I would tell people is that your Kassaw State Facebook page group is the best place to find out about all the breaking news because oh, it's crowdsourced, right? Oh. So Kassaw has a group set up for all all the states. So if you go join your Georgia Facebook group, it's crowdsourced. Right. So all of the people in that group are constantly you know, looking for news articles or, you know, anything like that and putting it. So that's where a lot of times you'll get the latest breaking information. I would encourage everybody to join your state's I, Facebook group.
0: I didn't know that that was even a thing, Danielle Jones. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. So can I, I can
0: a, search for Cassaw California on Facebook and find it that honestly, way? Honestly,
1: the easiest way to do it is from the Casaw website. If you go okay. to the calls to action from your state, go to that state page. Okay. And in the top right-hand corner, there should be a link to the Facebook group. Let's
0: see. Search by state. I know where California Because Facebook's crazy is. and
1: trying to search that way is a little weird.
0: Yes. Join us on the Cassaw California Facebook group. Yep. Holy shit. There it is. Do you I recommend then, everybody does that yes.
1: because then it's group think and it's crowdsourced and that's yes. usually, you know,
0: that's a good way to do it. Do you sell? No. Submit. All right. I, I didn't know that these existed, but that's a mm-hmm. fantastic thing.
1: Shout out to Kristen. She manages all of those. She set them all up. She is a goddess.
0: Uh, Kristen's great. She's one of the mm-hmm. old school peeps. Uh, oh yeah, really, very, very cool, very smart person. Really dedicated to the cause. Um, she was on the uh, Ryzen Vape podcast as well yep. with uh, Logan Exhales. Mm-hmm. She did a great interview with Logan. Uh, I'll post a link for that as well in the description if you want to get to know get to know one of the peoples in in the Casa. She's great wow, that's state Facebook group. What a great idea. That's mm-hmm. blowing my mind right now. I didn't even know that yep. exists.
1: And that honestly, Casaw, we use that for because we, we, there's no system that we can afford that exists to track every single municipality, you know, city, county, state mm-hmm. bill legislation that comes mm-hmm. up. So we draw a lot from that too and it's you guys out in your state coming across news that affects vape stuff you post it in there and we pick it up a, a lot of times and turn it into a call to action so we really do you know need those members and people who are you know a lot of people are like well how can I help how can I help that is a great way to help you yeah. know, you can you can ask to be a moderator for your state's group you know and help us moderate those groups and also find those news articles and put them up because that's how we we get a lot of our Intel
0: That's incredible. That's fantastic. I learned about these just now. Just now. And I'm going to promote them all over the place like crazy. That's a great idea. I mean, it's a really good way to get that information, especially since it's crowdsourced. Sorry, I don't mean to just keep repeating myself. I think this is great. I think this is just fantastic. Well done. We do too. We do too. Um, let me do, uh, these last few super chats here. We're, we're about to wrap this up here. Um, we had uh, Bob. Boobs. Boob sweat leads to. Boob sweat leads to pearl necklaces. In with the super chat there. Uh, thank you for the info and your vids. You helped me switch. Oh, uh, thank you very much. I'm ha- I'm happy to have helped out on your journey there. Uh, boob sweat leads to pearl necklaces. Uh, Tom Sharrow, I know who Tom is. I feel like vaping is emulating the movie Braveheart. Scottish people accepted Prima out of pure necessity. We are accepting regulations out of necessity, but it can get out of hand fast. Uh, yeah, regulations are a slippery slope. And what, what, what regulators seem to like to do is to just pass some legislation and then start making exemptions for the things that it affects negatively. Right. You know, California just saw that with this whole Uber Lyft uh making them mm-hmm. employees type of thing, which that drives me nuts. Yeah. That makes me so angry. But then they go back and they like, "Oh, well this this affects musicians negatively, so we'll exempt them. Uh, oh, this right. affects writers negatively, freelance writers negatively, so we'll exempt them. But the rest of you, you know, this is a big blanket that they, they they legislate with a sledgehammer when really they need to legislate with a scalpel. I think that's something we talk about a lot.
1: Legislate first, ask questions later.
0: Yep, that's, welcome, USA, USA. All right, Ford Power, very gracious of you. Uh, Just heard about this when I saw your video live as a California native, now in Colorado, no better. I'm not surprised, but disappointed. My favorite juice is made in California, so now they're just gonna stop producing, or what? I don't, I don't know how believe... this affects manufacturers because I know nakeds in California. I right. know a few manufacturers are in California.
1: To my knowledge, um, this bill particularly does not. It affects specifically tobacco brick and mortar retailers. That, right. Th- that was very specifically this is in the just language retail. So you know, if you were if naked, for example, had a shop that they sold out of their liquid from, they would not be allowed to do that anymore. But in terms of manufacturing it, uh, I don't believe that this bill affects that, to my knowledge.
0: So they can manufacture it and sell it out of the state, out just of state. not in the right. state.
1: Right, or online.
0: Or online into the state. <laughs>
1: right. I know, I know, I know. Just not at a vape shop, oh, that's the thing. This yeah. bill is just not at a vape shop.
0: Right, so, right, that is ridiculous. Wow, that's ridiculous. Uh, thank you for that, Ford Power. I appreciate that. Uh, I got another super chat here, uh, two super chats from Southern Comfort. Uh, I don't think it will affect people just starting. We all started saying, what tastes like a cigarette? That's yeah, true. We kind of we kind of all did start that way. I started that way as well. I wanted something that was like a menthol cigarette. Um, but it wasn't until Sweet and Sour Peach that I decided I was never going back to smoking. That's just like the root beer for you. Yeah, uh, 100%. Because... Early on, I wanted, I wanted like a menthol cigarette because I was a menthol cigarette smoker. But then, when you start tasting these menthol tobacco flavors, that it just tastes like toothpaste and peanut shavings and just like yeah. terrible. I tried to, uh, I tried a clove liquid, and that helped me get by for a little while. This Chinese decaying clove liquid because it was kind of cigarette-y. But mm-hmm. ultimately, root beer was the flavor. What was your flavor?
1: I thought I wanted menthol also because mm-hmm. I as well was a menthol smoker oh, and yeah. I hated it. Yeah. I actually could not quit until I found a strawberry banana flavor. Mm. Strawberry I quit banana. on the strawberry banana. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I would, I agree a little bit, but also for somebody like me, like that didn't work. Tobacco and menthol flavors didn't work yeah, for me. It, didn't it wasn't work. until I got another one.
0: And that's another thing that worries me is If we have just tobacco flavors on the market, not even menthol, man, not Not even even. mint, just tobacco flavors on the market, I feel like a cigarette smoker might try it, might stick with it, but chances are they're going to go, this tastes worse. And they're just going to like completely write off vaping because they tried it once and it didn't work because it was a tobacco flavor. And then they just go, okay, I'm not going to try vaping. It didn't work for me. And then that's just a lost person who's just going to continue to smoke.
1: Exactly. exactly. I worry about that too.
0: Oh my gosh. Uh, Finally, last super chat before we wrap this up from Southern comfort. They're taking that opportunity from new people. Yep. They're taking that opportunity from new people to actually quit. Yeah. I mean, yes, I I would disagree with you if I could, my good man, but I can't. Uh, And it's infuriating. It's infuriating. You guys, but uh, I guess we're going to go ahead and wrap this up. We've been going strong now for about an hour and a half. Uh, huge thank you to Danielle Jones for jumping here on the uh, on the Tuesday, bro. Tuesday, the first guest that worked. that worked, Danielle. We did it,
1: Michelle. You can come on now, Michelle.
0: We did it. Damn it. We get did Michelle it. Mitten on. <laughs> yeah, we can get. Yeah, exactly. We get Michelle Mitten on next week. We can talk about that Stanford study. OK, one more super chat from Ryan Wolfer. Does this apply to convenience stores? Sorry, I was late to the stream.
1: Yes, it does. Any brick and mortar retail. So, and I see a bunch of people, maybe who just joined. I'm going to restate real quick. Yes. This bill. This ban. Good lord. Whoa. This bill bans the sale of non-tobacco flavored tobacco products, which is vape products as well, in Physical brick-and-mortar retail establishments. It does not affect online sales. This bill, in particular, does not. So it's banning flavors from physical retail locations in California. Just to make that... I saw a bunch of people like, wait, what? Does not affect... This bill does not affect online.
0: Doesn't affect online. Doesn't affect DIY unless that DIY is sold in a physical brick-and-mortar type location. Um, It does address short fills. So sorry. That's not a loophole. That's not not a loophole that
1: shops can utilize.
0: It's not a loophole that shops can utilize. Damn. Well, that's where we're at. And there's nothing we can do but try to correct course, move forward, uh, keep fighting the good fight. And one more time, Danielle Jones, everybody. Danielle Jones, thank you for taking time out of your day to be here. Edgermacating us all on what happened in California. And uh, like I said, guys, it's easier to get ahead of this before it happens than to try to reverse it after it stops or after it goes through. So I'll have links in the description to everything we talked about. I'll have links in the description to CASA. Join your state's Facebook group. I I think this is my favorite new thing crowdsourced information. You can get all the most up-to-date possibly information uh, in your state from these Facebook groups. And uh, okay, one more super chat. I guess we're running long. (laughs) Now you know what it feels like, Danielle. We're just running long. Let's just keep going. Let's just just go till
1: dinner. Let's Let's just just go.
0: Who cares? Kevin Yum, very gracious of you. Uh, Much love. Uh, Another analogy from a guy in Massachusetts just allowing tobacco is like saying, hey, from now on when you eat pizza... It can only be anchovy. <laughs> yes. That's horrible. Horrible. That's that horrible. And, but yes, I kind of agree with you. I kind at of agree At least though you, you could pick them off. At le- like, yeah. At, at least you could pick least them you, off. There their might be juices some, might permeate. Yeah. Some but residual anchovy juiciness. Dislike. Hard stop. Hard nope. stop. Hard pass. I appreciate that, Kevin Young. But, uh, yeah, we're gonna go ahead and wrap this Tuesday, Bro Tuesday up. Uh, thank you one more time, Danielle Jones, for being here, being one Thanks of my advocacy heroes as well. Yeah, absolutely. You have a you have an open invite uh, to be on this program because we just get rage sweaty and talk about advocacy over here. You know how it works. Yeah, that's right up yeah. your alley. More mm-hmm. graphs, more charts. Yep. From I'm Danielle, working on it. I'm
1: working on it right now. Coming.
0: They're some of the best things ever. I have a folder on my desktop that is it's called Twitter Ammo. And it's a majority of just Danielle Jones charts, graphs, you know, things like that all in there. I love them. Um, Thank you guys so much for coming out. Uh, I really very much appreciate it. And uh, remember that no matter what anybody tells you, vaping is still at least 95% less harmful for you than burning deadly combustible tobacco cigarettes. So yeah, let's keep on vaping, you guys. Thanks so much for coming out. Be excellent to each other. Peace.